Welcome to Berenson Bond Podcast, episode 29, with your host Corey and Diego Berenson. Hello, Diego. Hello. Would you like to introduce our guest we have today? Um, Brian. Brian, that's right. Mr. Brian DeFreeze, thank you so much for being here. I re- this is the best follow-up we've ever had because last episode we were actually talking about Rally Ready. and. Uh. And you, we were talking about you because you connected us to Dave. Now you, I got to go back and listen to the other episodes. You, I really appreciate because because of your awesome car <laughs> and because of your rallying and awesomeness, Diego has been scoping your car every time we go to your work. <laughs> then I reach out to you, you hook us up, we go get to take jumps, <laughs> right? In a full-size truck and then get a rally race. So I really appreciate the introduction because it blew my mind. And Diego was, I mean, he's eight. He got to go on a full speed rally car and take jumps in Raptors. Wow. So I, I really appreciate it and thank you for that. Absolutely. You're a lucky kid. I don't even think I've gotten a trip in one of those Raptor trucks yet. You haven't? Not yet. Hopefully Dude, soon. You should get out there. I, okay. So I, in the episode, so we took the jumps and I don't know if you might not have seen that dude. One of the dudes who took us apparently is the best, like he's the bravest slash best driver anyway so all the other drivers later i find out all of them are like no i don't hit the jumps at that speed so we happened to get in the best <laughs> the d- truck drivers oh dude we were like we were lifting off <laughs> and he was floating off the seat because his seatbelt unbuckled oh first. and so i looked over because lo- i'm like why is he oh, oh, right no. next to me up here <laughs> like he's just floating like he's you know weightless i'm like we should buckle you between before that next jump <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome man so i really appreciate it absolutely yeah glad glad to help out glad you guys got out there so quickly too it's one of my favorite places on earth yeah and 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 then watching then your videos on youtube of you taking the track and doing the test runs and all that oh yeah, oh, yeah we've been there <laughs> and he and diego i'll let him tell you but he's been so inspired by his winter fall project is about rally cars oh cool so you being here is a huge benefit for school and also just awesome because we get to actually hear from an actual racer (laughs) instead of imagining (laughs) so diego would you tell brian what your what you decided your project is um for a visual we're gonna make a diorama which so like i have my i have like two or um five yeah five cars picked out and then i'm borrowing two from my friends and then i'm gonna use those and then we're gonna buy those little like sculpture things so but what no and that's cool but tell them what is the question you have that you're gonna do research on um like how are they built yeah he was gonna say what what do you have to do to a car to make it. Oh, yeah. How do you modify a car? I mean, a normal car into a, into a racing car. How do you car? modify a normal car into a rally car? <laughs> cool. And so I love when he has questions because then I get to do some homework and Googling myself. Yep. And then I get to dig in and find out, ooh, this is awesome. This is fun. Oh, yeah. Why am I I'm doing this rabbit hole? I'm watching rally car races all over the world. <laughs> Mechanics doing all this stuff, you know? Yep. And so Diego's got a few questions. I'll let him, I'm trying to, you know, so he, I said, you know, the best way to ask questions is the who, what, when, why, where, 
White House. Right? Yep. So he's got those Good. ready for you. So I think these will be cool. And you just, you know, wet, you know, just let him have it. Don't worry about going over his head. All right. <laughs> just let him have he it. He can always review it later, even if it's years down um, the road as to what I'm talking about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's often what happens here. <laughs> okay. He's like, uh, okay, yeah. Great. I'll check on that in 10 years from now. <laughs> Oh, the first one is kind of like what are you saying, like how they are built. Um, so like if it's like a certain person or if it's people who like modify the car, um, so it's uh, who builds your car. Yeah, so and we're talking rally specifically, right? Specifically rally, right, right specifically now. rally. So. Well, there's different kinds of, of rally. There's rally cross, which is mostly what I do, which you can bring anything, which is great. You can bring, you know, there's a guy out there with like his grandma's Buick and there's everything in between and that all you need is a helmet. So that's the, that's usually don't reach speeds over 60 maybe in oh, rally cross. Really? Yeah. And anyone can show up and do it. It's cheap. It's affordable. Stage rally is that's where you're going at sometimes triple digits through trees, you know, on public roads and it gets a little crazy. So for that, you need, the first thing you need is you, they're, they're all mostly like just regular cars, uh, you know, from all over the world and different manufacturers. But, um, you take, you know, wherever my car, I have an Acura RSX, which was caged. But the first thing you do is you completely strip the car and put a cage in it so that if the car is to roll over, yeah you will have reinforcement so and that's like all race cars to have that in case if there's contact so um that's the first thing is is just making sure you have a really good cage because rally is so unpredictable there's rocks and animals and you never know what's going to happen so, so have you rolled uh i have not luckily i've seen rolls there's a funny uh right now the rally cross nationals are going on and switching back to rallycross where you're not supposed to have rolls and stuff there's a photo of me um with a volkswagen golf rolling and i'm in the background because i'm working the course and picking up cones okay and there's like rolling there and i'm in the background like what (laughs) 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 so uh yeah i've definitely seen it i know some of my friends have um luckily i have not i don't think my car has although there's varying opinions on if it has been rolled or not so if it sits on its side does that count that's a good question. <laughs> a tip, I don't think, is the same as a roll. Okay. I've, I've seen that happen, too, and sometimes the glass smashes out. But So who, who built your car? Who Did you do most of the work yourself? No, I bought, uh, I bought it uh, fully caged, and my car is actually somewhat of a Frankenstein of a car. It, it sat for many years, and it had been through a lot of different hands, and it needed a lot of work to get running, but luckily my friend... Uh, stay-at-home dad and you know okay. when the kids are home he's taking care of the kids and you know make sure they do the homework and you know making dinner and taking them to school but as soon as they're out he's working on cars so he had the time luckily to to take my car back from the dead and make it run it needed a lot of work so but it's got the cage it doesn't have uh it's probably not completely up to spec for rally but we'll get there eventually so all right <laughs> um what is your purpose to race? My purpose is, it's like a lot of my hobbies. It's like 
if I don't do it, then I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like I have like a, a like a need or like I just need to go do that every mm-hmm. once in a while. Because if I don't, then I feel like I feel like hold up or like that I'm I'm not using my talents and my interests to their to their full potential. So I think it's the most fun, one of the most like fun things you can do that's fairly fairly safe like you really get a good thrill and really get your adrenaline pumping without having to go do backflips off like a a jump on a dirt bike or something like that like you definitely it gets your it gets your (laughs) your blood going it gets you know your heart pumping and uh like there's times like even in just like like i was talking about the the basic rally cross without any of the the crazy cage and all the stuff that goes along like even rally cross like i forget to breathe sometimes because the runs are about 60 seconds long and like if you don't breathe like all of a sudden you get done with your run and you're like you just get dizzy yeah (laughs) (laughs) especially when you're in a really old car that doesn't have air conditioning and you're sitting out there why are they so short i didn't realize they're 60 seconds yeah so rally cross has like it's a very very like short run um but it's, you know, it's obviously as fast as you can possibly go because every second you sit there at the starting line, you know, or you get stuck on a corner, like, that that adds up. And there's cones out everywhere, too. So if you hit a cone, it's plus two seconds. Or if you miss a cone, miss a gate, that's plus ten seconds. So, and uh, every run counts. Like, autocross is similar to rallycross except it's on pavement. But autocross, okay. it's like you have one run that is counted you run like maybe four or five runs but only okay. one of them counts rally cross every single run counts so if you screw up you got to get back on track you got to correct as quick as you can so they because, just average they just average times uh yeah oh well, no they don't average it though they add it all up so it's like oh, gotcha. cumulative like every every single run goes into your final score and that's what differentiates rally cross um but rally rally is even yeah rally is crazy i've never done a full like stage rally is what the professionals do but i've done mm-hmm. rally sprints and rally trials which is just like a little bit of a smaller scale okay and that's that's pretty wild you'll get a crazy feeling from that too because there's there was jumps and all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff through the woods at down out at the rally ranch that was maybe the closest i've ever come to rolling and like having a serious accident was was out here in a rally yeah it was out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that forest I was more nervous driving to that forest than the other, especially with that one log. There's one, there's one turn yep. where the log comes straight. I was like, why is that log coming straight yeah. at you? <laughs> and yeah, I don't even know if he saw it because he was like, oh yeah, the forest was fine. Cool. <laughs> so you're Thrill per- seeker. Yeah. So you get that natural high. <laughs> yeah. You get that natural rush without needing to do anything unnatural. Yep to get that thrill so his purpose is to live his best life and enjoy himself and feel that pump that pump of adrenaline we both felt remember yeah, we were both like yeah this is awesome <laughs> plus you know just the sound and the smell like i like being around yeah cars like i love hearing them and, and yeah the, all the different smells and just the atmosphere that when you're in you know with your lot of other people doing the same thing it's it's you know the the adrenaline the intensity and the the feelings you have and being in that environment is just a lot of cool people too so yeah the energy yeah. level is really high you know. yeah <laughs> and uh when did you start to race 
Um, man, I, I like, it was funny. I was supposed to do go-karts as a kid. And when my dad brought my mom out to see a go-kart race near our house, one of the, the go-karts, I guess, flipped and like lit on fire. So <laughs> oh that kind of delayed my yeah, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. She was like, Nope, absolutely not. So, uh, mostly played soccer and, uh, you know, did other sports growing up, but oh, then, man. uh, yeah, once I got my first car, the one I drove here today, um, my uh, dad asked me if I wanted to do a track day with it because he had an old RX-7 and it broke down and he had this spot at Watkins Glen up in New York and he's like, hey, he's like, you want to take my spot? He's like, I know your car is kind of new, but he's like, you should be good to go. So Wait, how old were you? Uh, this was, I was, this was my first job out of college, so I was probably like, like 21, 22. So he, so you just bought, so he bought you the car or you bought the car? No, I bought the car and then, uh, um, he took you to a track and said, yeah, yeah, he's, I'd been, and we had gone there growing up, Watkins Glen, okay. a historic race course up in upstate New York. So I'd been there, but I never gotten to drive it. We've always just watched races. Yeah. So, uh, he's like, Hey, you want to, do you want to, you know, take your car out there? And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as soon as I did that, like I was immediately, it was yeah like right away i was like oh yeah this is this is so much fun like it was just like a open track day you know any kind of car can go out there and go and do it and you have an instructor but uh it's a big difference between standing by the side of the track and, and being actually here. being on the track and the funny thing was because i had observed and i actually played a lot of video games okay. <laughs> i got out there on the track and like it was already in my head like it was i knew every turn already even though i'd never done this in my life like i was <laughs> like well i already know it from all those years like I, I had the track memorized so that helped me a lot like so the exact track was yep. in which game was it gran turismo 2 oh gosh i want to say it was some like nascar game or something like i can't even remember but the exact track Yep. Did you okay? Yep, same exact That's track. That's awesome. So yeah. Because he's well tell him about the tracks you're racing. Because those are those are actual <laughs> legit tracks. Wait, what track? In Forza. Oh, um I race the Circuit of America's Nice. I race um another I race um Daytona. <laughs> and then I also race I mean, the airport test track. Ah, cool. And then I think there's this other one in, like, Sweden or something. <laughs> Which is the one you always, you like to race? Which one's your favorite? I don't know. Oh, um, probably the Daytona one. Oh, that's right. Good choice. <laughs> I've always wanted to go there. It's on my list. <laughs> um. And where is your most common place to race at? Uh, I've probably raced more at Brian Corn Raceway, which is down in San Marcos. Um, probably raced there more than anywhere else. The Rally Ranch is probably close behind that. But, yeah, that's that little track where I was talking about, the Rallycross. Um, the San Marcos one? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's just a little, it's like a few acres but uh, there's she could set it up in different configurations, so it's always different every time you go there. But that's like I've probably done more events there than than anywhere else than any other track because it's a great great little rallycross course, very close to home. So 
You live down south? Yep, I actually live. I can see the Coda Tower from my front yard, oh, actually. Sweet. So I'm right by Coda. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, Coda is expensive. And yeah. I don't get out there as much as I'd like to, but Harris Hill is 20 minutes away. Uh, Brianne Corn is 20 minutes away. Driveway Austin is like 20 minutes away. So there's a lot of tracks in that little little circle right there. <laughs> and, um,. Why did you want to start racing? Um, my I'd say I definitely got the influence from my dad. Like he, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was definitely a big part of it because I grew up. I had a ton of Matchbox cars like you did, and then uh, we would watch the Indy Five Hundred every year. He'd always have like a big Indy Five Hundred party, um, so that was always like burned in, you know. And then he always had sports cars growing up, and he would go and do track day so that's why i was watching from watkins Glen because he would be driving there a lot of the time okay so he was doing track days since you were little yeah yep yeah so he always was you know around the track and uh so that definitely was like a passion or like a hobby of mine i guess you know i got into my teenage years and i guess i didn't really do anything other than think it was cool for a while but then you know once i once I was actually able to drive on my own, definitely definitely took off. So, <laughs> so one lap and you were hooked. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> so you grew up out east then? Yeah, I grew up uh, in upstate New York, about twenty minutes outside of Syracuse. Okay. So, uh, unfortunately, there you can only do race and race stuff uh, during the summer months summer months but up there they do have ice racing which is really cool so every time a lake freezes over you can put some uh studded snow tires on your car and go race out on the ice which is pretty neat so that is (laughs) awesome i i spent my sixth grade year in alaska and my Uh, uncle took me once to ride atvs on a frozen lake and my mind exploded i was like how is this possible all these cars are parking on the lake yeah and we're gonna race and we did it for you know whatever it was an hour but it yep. was the most fun I had. That's really cool. I would love to do that. <laughs> Did you know um, that? <laughs> you never told me like that. that. <laughs> I know. And um, how young can you be to race rally cars? Rally cars? Um, rally cross, um, I think as long as you can reach the pedals. I remember I was out at Brian's track one day and there was a kid he was they had like a pillow or something for him but he he, i don't want to say he was much older than 10 he was driving this little mr2 with his dad so if you can operate the the (laughs) controls there's no age because it's off-road there's no age restriction or license required so that's probably the best way to to get into it um i'm not sure about other types of rally probably 16 but rally cross as soon as you can touch the pedals like if you can drive you can drive yep <laughs> that yep. is good to know yep <laughs> might have to hit up those rental cars soon. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a, so i let him drive for the first time at dodger stadium when he was six that's yeah. cool and uh our rental little tiny kia nice and uh yeah well, he was, it's just me and theo and theo his his uncle works for lexus big car guy nice. so his influence for me, it's a different. You see my sweet ride out there. <laughs> we joke about it all the time, but I've never cared, right? But his grandfather has a Dodge Super B sixty eight, I think, that he's Ooh. fixing up. That was his original car. 
It's looking pretty good. Plum crazy purple. <laughs> it's looking nice. Awesome. Really into cars, and his obviously his uncle, which is his son, works for Lexus. Big into cars, and then Very this kid. Cool. It's just in his DNA because I I had car games when I was a kid, but I was like, yeah, yeah. But he's really into it. <laughs> That's which awesome. Is cool. See how he rode video games and actually helped him drive the real track. Yep. So you're mentally preparing yourself to race. Yep. <laughs> you got any other questions? What you got? No. That's all of them? Yeah. That was who, what, when, why, where, how? Yeah. You did. <laughs> and I obviously lost the page. And you obviously lost the page. Well, I did a little bit of research on you, Mr. DeFreeze. Uh-oh. I, w- I read about the one lap that you did twice, right? Uh, Three times. Three now. times. Okay. Yep. So off of your site, it says seven days, six racetracks, plus drag races, autocross, skip pad, and events, one set of tires, no support vehicles. I guess you get brand new tires before you start, I'm assuming. You want to. You can yeah. use last year's <laughs> tires, but I wouldn't suggest <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that would be bad, bad news. <laughs> 3,500 miles from Indiana to Florida and back. I did see all the pictures on your Instagram of the fast food spots. Oh, yeah. I do not support that neither for does, health. Neither does your Dave body. And but Rally it was pretty it's funny to see how many different <laughs> fast food spots you hit up. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is pretty awesome. Uh, but you, got, you moved up from 60th place in 2017 to 42nd place the very next year. That's awesome. And yeah. Second pl- he got second place in his class. The very next year after doing it. That's a huge jump. That's awesome. So I don't know. What, what would What's the most memorable things about one lap or one of the one laps you did if you did three? Oh, man. Because that, that just seems so epic. And you, it So it's is. not a rally. Is that a rally sprint? No, that's just a. That's what basically. That? What would you. Time trial. That would be. Time trial. Time, tri- t- time trial. Yeah. Okay. Uh and it you have to drive from track to track, so that part's not timed. Yeah, that Although, part seemed it sounded exhausting from what I was reading. <laughs> well, things changed a little for me this last year. So those first two years, I did it in my Civic, and like like you said, the second year we were a lot quicker. It was it was much better. Still yeah. a lot of fast food. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I think I think it was Texas Dave at Rally Ready. He deemed my nickname one lap of McDonald's because of all the fast food that we were eating. <laughs> but this year, I joined up with my dad in his Corvette, and uh, we actually ended up. I think we got twenty six or twenty seventh this year. No way! And the most memorable thing was like for me, like growing up, I watched uh, you know a lot of like the uh, what was it back then it wasn't nitro circus but uh you know like a lot of travis pastrana and all the crazy stuff that, that yeah. he was doing um you know throughout his motocross career and x i guess i watched a lot of x games gotcha yeah so i think the coolest thing about this one lap event is like with my dad i can go out and compete in the same event as like a childhood like like you know idol or uh inspiration so we're going against Travis Pastrana and there's other professional race car drivers there and I'm with my dad like as my co-driver and we're like going up against these guys and I think the most memorable thing I know my dad will say this is like this year we managed to beat Travis Pastrana and his co-driver was um, Marcus uh, Luttrell no way Lone Survivor <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Mark Wahlberg played him in Lone right, right. Survivor that's how everyone knows that but yeah the, uh, the Lone Survivor him and Travis Pastrana we managed to beat them by 
think like a few points, like five points or something like that. Dude, that's so awesome. That was this year was this past year was the best. Like there's so, there's a million memories, like a, a million cool things that have happened, but um, that was probably the the one the one best best moment we were we were both pumped about and you're that. with your dad the whole yeah. time that's so cool <laughs> and i mean we finished like we yeah we were like there's like 70 80 cars and you know we got i was really happy with 26 it's hard to yeah. say that but i mean you moved up from okay so 60th to 42nd to 26th yep <laughs> that's pretty dramatic drastic change yeah but yeah top three i think it was a, a father daughter i think got number three this year and there's lots of uh, you know, dads and sons, dads and daughters, and and lots of couple married couples that are out there doing okay. it. There's another couple here from Austin, uh, the Hollises. He writes for Grassroots Motorsports, and um, he has McLaren, and him and his wife Anne do it every year. And uh, so there's there's, there's a little advantage of, there. But even if you yeah. have, so do they just smoke everybody when they get to the tracks, or is it the in between that they? Oh uh, well, just kind of like ride the, Is it kind of like uh, gumball where you? try not to get tickets and just... yeah <laughs> it's definitely the the in-between transits uh are definitely uh, uh choose your own adventure as to what you want to do <laughs> but uh it's a uh, spirited driving in between because the whole thing is the sooner you get there the sooner you can uh sleep you can sleep yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they they are always, they qualified first this past year and if you get to leave first you get to the hotel first and you get to go to bed first do you see anybody get pulled over do you see anybody as you pass like oh you got popped not as much as you would think but when we were leaving colorado last year they had pulled five cars over and once so yeah happens every now and then but uh we try to stay off like the interstates he the 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 guy who created it brock yates jr son of brock yates um he uh he writes a route book and you can follow the route book which takes you on some some different roads and still gets you there quick but nice. avoids so, the... <laughs> so let you kind of punch it yep <laughs> so but yeah it's i mean it's something i look forward to like i did it as a suggestion from my friend and once i did the same thing as when i first got on track it was like the first year i did it mm-hmm. i want i always heard about it. it was bucket list i was like i definitely want to do that but i did it in like I want to check it off my list. And then halfway through the week, the first year, I was like, I don't see how I can't come back and do this next year and the year after. So that was three years ago. This will be the fourth year this year. (laughs) How did you like the Corvette compared to the Civic? Oh, man. It was was in most ways so much better. Like it was a lot more comfortable on the road. It's mostly stock, whereas my Civic's kind of modified. and. Mm -hmm makes your ears bleed it's so loud sometimes but uh it was amazingly comfortable in transit it was very comfortable and then on the track it was like twice the horsepower which most of the time was good um except when it rained i'm used to when you start spinning out was it did you i guess handling it was it just as easy or easier when it was dry, I guess. Yeah, I I had a, a scare at Road America in Wisconsin. Like four cars had crashed before I even got to go on track. And it was my <laughs> first time driving the car. Awesome. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, like it's it's an ice skating rink out there. It's just wet. And so I drove very, very carefully. And it was funny. I had like reverse karma because not only did I have to wave Travis Pastrana and uh, Bilko, his the other Nitro Circus guy, and a couple other guys. By I had to wave past my friend who was in a Civic, 
So he oh. he was driving <laughs> my car, and I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm in the Corvette, and I just let him go by in the Civic because I I've done that in the rain mm-hmm. so many times. I pass like vipers and corvettes and bmws and porsches in my civic and i'm like ah this like, is greatest. so then that all came back to me that karma came back to me in that first session at, at road america this year i got passed by everyone but i didn't crash the car so that's that yeah. was the victory i consider that a win <laughs> and then i went out in the afternoon and i ended up i think 35th uh so i felt much better about that once nice. it once it dried <laughs> yeah your ego can come back but if yeah. you crash the car that's tougher to bring back yep and that's the whole gamble with one lap it's like how far can you push it without putting yourself or the car in danger because you yeah. got a whole week and a lot of miles to go so yeah. you can't really go 100 percent like you would in a race because you won't last the whole week so <laughs> so that's you just know how to regulate yourself on the tracks yep yeah they say they give in the driver's pet me and they're like stay around 80 percent because anything over 80 percent you know you're, you're risking risking it because <laughs> Even just a tire off or anything, you know, it's if you have any sort of damage, you you uh, could miss an event that same day or miss a day and then you're out completely of the okay. running. Like you miss one event. I, I felt so bad. There was an Evo two years ago and these guys have done it a bunch mm-hmm. and they clutch went out like as they're about to hit the finish line. No. And so they, <laughs> yeah, so they, they were going to finish top three hands down. And because they had that mechanical failure. It was it was over their week. Like they did the rest of the event. They got I think the eighth or ninth or something. But they had no chance. Once that happened, no chance. So you kind of go at the week, uh, you know, as fast as you can. But you have to be cautious of the fact that you still need to drive the car back. (laughs) (laughs) So I saw you doing like brake changes and things like that. Is there a limit to how much mechanical work you can do during the whole week? Do they say, hey, don't. You can only do minor repairs. You cannot do, I don't know, is there any mechanical restrictions? Mechanical restrictions, no. You can do anything except change more than one tire. So you okay. get one set of tires. They're branded, so they know that they're the tires that they gotcha. gave you. Um, and you can change one of those out if you have an issue. Um, but that's that's the only restriction. Anything else, like, you know, they really, like... Uh, actually emphasize and reward other drivers for helping drivers who are having an issue like like sometimes cars break down and guys will take take people or take parts they'll go to like the next town get parts bring stuff back like that kind of like camaraderie like really makes it a really cool event so yeah it's like oh anything you can do to keep the car going keep the car so it's all about everybody sticking together completing the race together instead of you know don't help them exactly let them die over there and crash (laughs) exactly the saying is it's it's all of us versus the event not each other (laughs) it's very true that that probably makes it way more fun yeah it does it's great and i mean some guys like the the roadkill guys a couple years ago they did like one or two races gone for the week and then they made it back for the last event because they had so many problems and other drivers have had that happen too like they'll have a problem a huge catastrophic failure but then they'll make it back for at least like two more races or last year um one of the best cars favorite to win was a gtr Uh they lost a cylinder or something (laughs) on the second day so they went home grabbed the rest 2000 and came back and did the rest of the week so there's, there's always crazy <laughs> things going on and the other crazy thing is since there's 80 drivers there's so many stories and some of the stuff you don't find out until you read the the yearbook of everyone submitting their stories and i think one of the funniest stories was last year um 
this uh, couple from College Station, they brought a Corvette. It crapped out after, I don't know, two or three races. They had three cars at home, but instead of... They drove all the way home, and instead of taking one of the three other cars they had, they went and they bought a Dodge like Hellcat or something like that. (laughs) They went and bought the best Dodge that you could buy and then came back and did the rest of the event. (laughs) The what? They had three other cars, and they went and bought a new car. Yeah, they're like, we're going to go get a new one. They're like... Not sure if it was the lack of sleep or the fast food or what it was, but that was what we decided was easiest. So did that help them? Uh, yeah, but unfortunately once you... You miss so much time. Yeah, you miss time, and then if you bring back a different car, you're just like a, you know, just for fun kind of situation there. Your points don't count when you bring a different car. So Do they change the routes every year, or is it the same same tracks, same path? each year no yeah it's it's uh it's different every single year no year no two years have been the same and they've been doing it for about i think it's been over 30 years now and every single year has been different i guess that keeps it fresh so you don't get bored yeah (laughs) like i already did that and then yeah that's the other fun thing like this year it's uh going to eagles canyon and nola so which is great for me because i can go practice on those tracks but last year was all north so i didn't get to practice on any of the tracks so every year is different and you know the the guys with the who are really trying to win and who have the obviously the deepest pockets will yeah. go practice. They'll fly out and oh, practice yeah. <laughs> and you know get all the tracks in. But yeah, it's it's you never know. Every year is different. So. And then Diego did have a question. I don't think he wrote it down. So after we went to Rally Ready, Dave gave me the whole rundown of cost. Then I called my friend Robert, who's done Baja five hundred and Baja thousand. He's built probably three different pre-runners out there. Now he's a cameraman now, so he now he rides dirt bikes, you know, travel like travel riding, you know, camping. But since he raced for so long, I said, Hey, I was told to get, you know, this this type of Polaris with this type of, you know, long travel. He goes, Yeah, yeah, I know. Let me give you the real breakdown. Okay. So you're gonna so he gets he just starts at the top. So okay, so let's say you buy that. So you got your kit. You got your ATV, you're gonna need a roll cage, then you're gonna need a trailer, you need a truck to pull the trailer, you're gonna need money for parts, you're gonna need money for gas, food, you need track time, you need comms, you need a pressure air thing, you need uh, travel to get to events. If he does good, you're gonna pay more. The better he gets, the more you pay to enter events. Now you don't you're gonna it's gonna break down all the time, so you need to have to be able to do jobs yourself as much as possible. So you're gonna turn into a mechanic. And um, and he's like, that you're gonna pay for that. If you can't do it, you gotta take it. So I just hear, you know, you hear the ching, 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 ching. I was like, well, obviously people are doing it. He goes, yeah, you live for it. It does, like you you know how much joy it brings you, so you do it. He goes, think about me, and I'm thinking about all the pre runner trucks he had had. He goes, every time I took it down to Baja, even for a trial run, just for fun. He goes, I come back and drop three thousand just to do the minor fixes. Yep. So told Diego, we're going to figure this out, but we can't just go do it. So we were wondering, how do you continue making sure that you can afford to keep having this fun? And what other things do you not do so that you can do this? It's a great question. Motorsports in general is definitely a, uh, a money pit. Because <laughs> even if any everything's running perfectly, you just want to sink more money in and making your car better. It's like, oh man, it's like I can add this or I can add that. I can get these better parts. I can get better tires. I can get better brakes. I can. It's endless. Like you'll always be 
trying to to make it better but then yeah if you crash or things break down and like you said like the cost of getting to the events and everything else that goes with it and the reason i haven't been rallying real rallying yet is because to do that you you gotta have support like that's even beyond the mechanics like you need to have someone there who could help you out and fix the car when something goes wrong so whether you're paying someone or you know you have a friend who's willing to help out it's their time i mean you go do one of those events like you also have to take time off of work if it's you know over the course of a weekend if it's far away you gotta get there before it starts and then so it's uh for me i've i've chosen i've chosen activities that still allow me to participate in similar events but are low budget and still fun so while that's changing um i'm i'm trying to get into wheel to wheel here soon what's, um, what's wheel to wheel so wheel to wheel is like instead of time trial where it's just one car out on track at a time or uh high performance driver education where there are multiple cars but you're not racing okay you're just on track at the same time wheel to wheel is actually like green flag go everyone is racing each other wheel to wheel going into the first turn and then the rest of the race so that Ugh. that could get expensive for for obvious reasons of car to car contact right and, and uh you usually need to trailer your car to events and you know all that all that goes along with that but um <laughs> For me, like the like, I've mostly done two types, and rallycross is one. Like rallycross is so cheap. It's so like, I could take my bucket out to rallycross, yeah. and hit it. Yeah, you can bring anything to rallycross. <laughs> like as long as it's not like too tall that I could flip over. Like I've yeah. seen them turn down trucks, but I've also seen trucks run once in a while. I think it all depends on okay. the day and whoever's running the event. But any kind of car can go. I mean, you can even have a buggy. Like I've seen people take their like go karts out and do it. So rallycross is so cheap. You still get, you know, the thrill, and you still it's safe. And uh, you want to go check on them? So <laughs> uh, hopefully, go, go see what's happening out there. <laughs> Make sure Diego's Herman gonna, hasn't destroyed anything. Diego's doing a dog check. Dog check. <laughs> Nike and Herman are maybe up to no good out there. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully Herman's not doing anything he shouldn't. But um, nah, that'll be fine. But yeah, I mean. For fifty bucks, you get to you get to compete against other people. You get to um, you know compete against yourself, and it's cheap. You don't need you know guys will bring like you can do snow tires or you know rally tires. You don't need to. You can just bring street tires. Like what's so? What's the difference between rally tires and and normal tires? Normal tires are like a little more like uh, less um, notched. You could say like. Normal tires, um, the tread pattern is is less aggressive, whereas a snow tire or a rally tire, it's a lot of grooves, a lot of notches to help gather traction through gravel and or snow. Do or, you switch tires every time you go to track, or do you just rock the rally tires? Uh, I usually switch them, depending on <laughs> how far I'm going. I can get a little lazy here, uh, being so close to some of these tracks, but... Uh, I actually, I just ran street tires for the majority of the time that oh, really? I rally crossed up until we went to nationals in 2014 and decided to buy the snow tires and boy, they do make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching a Facebook video last night of my friends like taking a, a hot knife and cutting grooves in their tires. So I don't know if I'd ever go to that extreme. I thought the, the snow tires straight from the factory were just fine. Uh, but 
you want to get any advantage you can, I guess you do that. So, so are they marketed? You know, hey, these are rally tires. You just know, snow tire is a preferred rally tire. Snow tire is the poor man's rally tire. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> rally tires are really expensive. So there is specific. Like, who makes the best tires? Rally tire. Or rally snow? tire. Rally tire. Um, there's a bunch of different brands. I. The only rally tires I have were on the car when I got my car that were left over. Uh, I don't remember what brand they were. They're some rally brand, but okay. Oh, I think they're Michelin actually, but they're so rally tires. The sidewall is so tough that even if it's flat, like the tire will still still stand. Like they are very because of the stiff. sidewalls. Yeah, very very stiff sidewall, and so these rally tires are reused for who knows how many years before i got the car i'm still using them because they still, still got tread yeah <laughs> but how many how many years ago was that like five years ago yeah at least because that's how long the car sat with the previous owners so i'm still using those same same tires they still work they're very very tough compared to your normal street Dude, those tire. are awesome tires yeah <laughs> especially if you've been doing all these events yeah yep <laughs> and hitting the track yep <laughs> But yeah, then the other thing I do, which is not nearly as cheap as Rallycross is, is just a HPDE, a What's that? High Performance Driver Education. It's okay. where you can go out um, with or without an instructor. If you're qualified enough, you don't need an instructor. Okay. Um, but if you're new, you have an instructor in the car, you're on track with a similar skill group, whether it's beginner, intermediate, or advanced. Um, and pretty much any kind of car, the, the car doesn't really matter. It's more they group you with the skill set gotcha um so if you're brand new you can take your whatever you got your porsche or your civic like it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter and get out there on track and that's like it's like to be anywhere from like um 150 to 300 a day um or if it's coda it's more like 600 because coda is extremely expensive but have you been out there i have twice i've saved up twice and how uh, many hours did you have like how many hours in the day yeah, I got like five or six, I think five sessions, about 20 minutes a session. That's pretty good. So yeah, it was, it was good time out there. The second one was a nighttime event too, so that was really, really fun. Whoa. So, How do you like the track? Uh, it's a really fun track. It's it's very it's very fast in sections, but it's also very technical in other sections. I think the biggest shock to me was, again, I've you know watched videos I've spectated at the track <laughs> i don't know if i played video games of the track but when i got on there at speed for the first time i didn't realize how much elevation there was there there's actually a lot of elevation mm-hmm. it's not as flat as it appears no it's not so it's uh the others like going up i think it's in a turn 10 and it's like a blind hill down to the left and i just never realized how much elevation and there's a couple blind turns there that you don't know until you're Tell you there. So did you hit it going? Did you get to that turn going too fast the first time? <laughs> yeah, I did overshoot it a couple of times, <laughs> so not knowing where to put my eyes. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's great. It's a great track. It's a it's you know it's a world class facility, so it's really neat to be able to to go out there and to drive it. Because at first, I think I don't think they were letting people do it, and then they opened it up. So it's neat that you can go pay and get out there and drive on it. Yeah, that's. Maybe we'll pitch in on one of your days to take us for a ride. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to get, and then, so Diego's asked you some good questions. Like, he's been so pumped about this stuff. Like, I've never learned so much about rally. 
my whole life i'm like maybe i can do this yeah we we're watching jim con of 10 last night yeah. you know i hadn't seen it yet <laughs> that's always fun uh but then you switched over to uh, i was reading you ride dirt uh, street bikes or dirt bikes uh, dirt bikes so dirt bikes on like all off-road uh, or you do the a on-road? mix. So mix. it's called Supermoto, and it's half pavement, half dirt. So okay. that's what I've gotten into recently. So, but you've been riding motorcycles since you were little. Yeah, yeah. My dad, we had a mini bike that I rode around Sweet. the backyard. A little fifty. Uh, yeah, I think it was. It was like a little Benelli. I, I think it was. It was tiny. I don't know what it was, but Italian bike. That was what I learned on. <laughs> that's cool. so. You guys had land to be cruising around. Yeah, we had a few acres, and then I'd go over in my neighbor's uh, land. They had all these horse pastures that they let us ride in. So. Sweet, <laughs> go out and explore. <laughs> so, did you skip time between you know, hey, I was a kid messing around to now you're an adult, gonna start digging into some races, or have you just kept a bike in the in the between time? Oh no, yeah, I went. Like I never owned one. Uh, we just always had one around when I was growing up, but. I obviously went off to college and then moved out my own and then moved here. And that was probably a good like 10 years or so before I was like, you know what? I want to, I want a bike. So I bought one and then another and another, I think I have three now. So. <laughs> <laughs> so how long, when you got back in the saddle, would you start riding before you actually went to race? Probably like, I think three or four years before I actually decided to, to start racing. Okay. So it was something I always wanted to try, you know, coming from the car world and being interested in motorcycles. I was like, man, that supermoto racing looks fun. Like, it doesn't look as crazy as, like, I never really wanted to do motocross. My dad did motocross and his knees are all uh, burnt up now from. Somebody was just telling me about the knee thing with the. I was like, what? How is the knee? Don't you have the metal plates or whatever it is, the pads? Or where's the knee pressure just on shifting and down? I think, yeah. I don't know. Where's the, where's the impact on your knees when you're, I I mean, off road, that makes sense. But when you're on road, like moto, just road, how, where's the, where did your knees come from? He did, uh, with motocross, it's all dirt. It's, uh, really big jumps and all, all dirt and lots of harsh landings, depending on how you land. And even one of the times he messed his knees up, he just put, he planted his foot in the dirt wrong and then it just twisted. So yeah, it's, uh. That was a little bit too risky for me. I, I didn't really want to. And plus, at my age, I don't know how competitive I'd be. There's kids out there who are like amazing doing that every year. So I love riding dirt bikes. I love riding them on. I've been to a motocross track recently, like for the first time, but the Supermoto was always fun to me because that was my bike that I bought. I bought a Supermoto bike and explore around Austin and go everywhere, both on and off road. And I was like, man, I'd love to to do this uh on a track because it's the pavement aspect of it is very close to being in a car like trying to hit the right apexes and all that fun stuff and then the dirt part of it is like just trail riding and you know being out and and being on a motocross track or in the woods like that's what that part's like so to mix both those together that's what i love about about doing that so you love the in-between events where it's some for fun leisurely with the high octane high speed yeah mix right there yep <laughs> my i just color i just colored a video for my cousin he went for the second year he did the trans-american trail oh on dirt bikes that's on my bucket buddy. list yeah he I'll, I'll show you i'll send you the link cool to the video he didn't i, I wish he would have showed more of the camping because i like to see the whole yeah journey there's no camping footage in last year's which i did but he went this year 
and he said he's going to send it to me and, uh, so I can color that one. But he does have some camping footage. But last year, he just it's just all, you know, running footage. But beautiful, like beautiful things. He's on these intense trails. Yeah, I'll send. You, I mean, all of the paths he he did from here, New Mexico, Colorado. I think what's above Colorado, Idaho, Wyoming. Wyoming. I think he made to Wyoming and then back. But just beautiful trail riding. That's you know his speed. And then my other buddy that did Baja, he said he's transitioning more into stop racing, just trail riding those type journeys now, like yeah. camp and ride. Yep. But you're still on the high speed. You're still trying to like smoke some people, which I respect. <laughs> I like both. I definitely do want to do more uh, weekend adventures on and do trail riding. I, I love that. That's what I mostly do on dirt bikes around here. That's a, my one bike is just for trail riding, but then okay. I have my supermoto bike, so I still like racing too. I I definitely get a kick out of that. And you did, and you raced the last year, last fall, right? Yeah, uh, I actually I did a couple races this year. I missed most of this year's races due to car stuff. It's hard to fixing up your car. Uh, that was probably part of it. No, actually, I can't. I don't have the excuse this year because I went my dad's car to one lap. But uh. <laughs> yeah, you had the Corvette, but your car. Had yeah. some surgery. Yeah, yep. So that definitely takes time. Sometimes you do have to dedicate a weekend and not go race because you have to spend the time fixing it unless if you got someone to fix it for you. So so do you do you work on it yourself or you have? Uh, to a point, mostly I try. Like I still am learning new stuff. Like I replaced a master cylinder by myself for like the first time a few weeks ago so that okay. the car had brakes. I figured that was pretty important to, <laughs> to get that yeah, done. Brakes are good. <laughs> Brakes only slow you down. <laughs> yeah. And what, something I read that you did a race with no brakes or at the end of it. Tell oh, me, yeah. Tell me about that. Cause that, I was like, how do you finish? <laughs> I didn't understand the wording where you finished it without brakes. Yes. Without so, crashing. Uh, yeah, it is possible. Uh, I'm sure lots of other drivers have had this situation too, but you just uh, shift to slow you down. You shift and yeah, just kind of let off and, you know, go through the corner uh, without without break like let off early and then take the corner at, at speed but um instead of driving deep into the corner slamming the brakes and then taking the turn you just kind of let off earlier and go around the turn at more of a moderate pace but um i had like it was metal to like the the pad had completely like melted away from the heat so it was just metal to metal so it did not make a good a good noise yeah, at could all you hear it just screaming <laughs> yeah <laughs> So yeah, that happened halfway. This was at Sebring um, during one lap two years ago. It happened to me. So we swapped the pads out, and then I my, I only had used pads. So and then it happened to my friend in the afternoon session to him halfway through his session. So he actually went off um, and like ruined a little bit of the front of the car, like uh. like not much, but just like there's like some wires hanging and stuff. So he, he had a little bit worse. I did go all four off. I just took a turn wide, but then I got back on the track. But yeah, it was luckily, even without brakes, I only lost like a few a few seconds. So I was pretty happy about but that. But isn't the instinct to brake, even if you hear that crazy sound, isn't your foot trained to just hit the brake again? Yeah. Or did you try like, no, oh, don't hit it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was difficult. And I'm, I'm sure sometimes I still did, but I had to quickly train my brain to be like, all right, just let off the gas earlier yeah. and then, you know, take the turn as you normally would then get back on the gas. But yeah, your every instinct is, is to break very heavily, especially right. at a track like that, where it's a really fast track. <laughs> so, uh, but as I've explained to my friend the other day, like there's all these like 
you know, you can do all these mods and you can always make the car better, but it's like, it's like realizing when I feel like the best drivers are like when something's wrong with the car, just being able to adapt quickly on the fly like that and finish out whatever you're doing with whatever, you know, restriction or whatever is wrong, mm-hmm. whatever's going on with the car. You can still finish. You can still do it. You can still be as fast as you can. Yeah. You just have to compensate for whatever's wrong. So <laughs> whether it's no brakes or, you know, maybe you're just low on fuel or something, you're driving differently. But yeah, that's uh, that's definitely not optimal in any way. <laughs> no, no I, you know, I have brakes gone one, you know, just straight metal to metal noise. You know, I'm talking that three two miles an hour noise like whatever that is and like ah stop <laughs> pull over immediately and tow it i couldn't imagine hearing it at full speed screeching yeah. <laughs> and the worst the worst thing is when you first notice it when the, the pedal goes to the floor that's when you're like oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so have you done what's the craziest forest wooded run you've ever done that would be out at definitely at Rally Ready. They had a rally sprint out there, and I uh, I'd been driving all day long. But then my friend jumped in the car. Um, he was kind of he was like my friend slash rival. Like he made all like these. His name is David Moss. David Moss twenty two here. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> is that the only way he announces himself? Yep, yep, yeah. Oh, it was everything, everything. David Moss twenty two here. Uh, talking about myself, David Moss. <laughs> you can go look on YouTube. There's all these videos. Oh, okay. So uh, he uh, his his car either didn't even start the event or it already broken, and he hopped in the car with me for one of my last sessions. So. He, we talked about it earlier. He's like, he's like, I knew when I jumped in the car, you were going to go way faster. Like, I think like all the other cars had like already broken in my class and I like had already won and my car didn't even finish that day. Broken as in they broke down? Yeah, broke down. Like, like, so I really had no reason to like go extremely fast. But since he was in the car, you I was like, wanted to oh yeah, it. we're going to go like 110%. <laughs> and we did. And I remember it was like on the back straight, like right next to the fence. And like you were coming out of the trees and uh, there's like this jump. And I remember we hit the jump and I don't think it was a jump the rest of the day. It was only because I was going way faster. I normally should have been there. And, uh, we landed and there was like this gate and we just like kind of went sideways through the gate, like just enough to clear it. But you can hear us on the video. We're just like laughing our heads off because <laughs> they're like, Oh my gosh, like, wow, that was, that could have been a lot worse <laughs> if we, uh, contacted the gate. But, uh, yeah, there's, that's definitely like my, fullest extent of experience has, has been out there driving those those really wooded trails and there are some really tight sections where there's trees right next to the course that you have to have to pivot and have the car just right to get through so <laughs> yeah i would love to go through that with you because even like when we're grazing the trees in that raptor my heart was pumping and i kept telling myself there's no way he's gonna crash his truck <laughs> But I feel like this might be out of his hands and we're going to like right in between. I'm like, I mean, it was perfect run, but I was so, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I've yeah. never done anything like that before at that speed, especially, Yep. you know, we're used to calm roads where everything's pushed away by asphalt. Yep. You're in such a safe, pristine, smooth situation all the time. Well, even on you know, racetracks, like most racetracks do not have hazards right next to the track like rally these are these aren't tracks most of the time they are like real rally is like public roads that they shut down and so there's 
trees and houses and mailboxes and <laughs> everything that you don't have on a racetrack. And then the unpredictables, like I said earlier, like wildlife or, you know, dumb people running across the course. You have yeah. to watch out for like, there's so many more factors in rally that you just have to be ready at all times for anything. It's crazy. I don't understand when I was watching videos, why people are right up on the road, <laughs> knowing a car is going to hit that turn at 50, 60 drifting. Yep. And they're just standing right there, and they're, oh, why did I have to step back a couple yep. feet? Isn't that crazy? Why do they do that? <laughs> I don't know. I think it gives them a thrill. <laughs> I think that's like their adrenaline is being that close to the cars, which is really stupid in my opinion, especially if you are on the outside of a track. Like It's one thing to be on the inside of a turn. Like mm-hmm. Hopefully, the driver's good enough where he's not going to clip the inside of a turn, but being on the outside of a turn at any, like that's the worst spot you could possibly be in. I remember there's one video, like the car comes around, hits the outside of the track and just goes flipping. And this girl like just manages to get out of the way just in time. Uh. Cause you're just like, like you're already at risk standing that close to the track, but you're standing on the outside of the track where the car tracks out. Like you were just, you're asking for trouble. There. Has anyone ever done that to you or you people in your path when you're no, driving? No, luckily I've always done events where that, that hasn't been uh they're not allowed to be so yeah. <laughs> up in your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I, I would want to do those you know, those classic WRC videos you see online on YouTube where people are right there. I don't, I'm not even sure I'm completely comfortable in my skill to be that good to uh, to drive flat out through a, a crowd of people <laughs> like that. <laughs> I think I think if I had to drive through something like that, I think I would I would dial it down a bit, slow down. Like yeah. I don't want to hit you, people. Yeah, it's not not worth it. Uh, never been in that serious of a competition where I needed to win to. Uh, to uh, you know, run over someone like that. So, <laughs> hey, they're bad. I think there's some sort of loophole where you're you're quote, you know you're in the clear if that yep. happens. Yep. Like I clipped six people, but I signed the paper, right? You guys, you guys <laughs> yeah. got my back, right? <laughs> Did somebody have that form? <laughs> so are you gonna do one lap with your dad next year? Now that you got gonna improve, move, keep moving up. Yeah, say whatever we got. There's twenty. I want to say twenty sixth, twenty seventh, like. My goal is to get, I think I'd be really happy with top 20. If we can get closer to top 20 this year, I'd be really happy with that since we're both, you know, just enthusiasts, hobbyists. There's yeah. a lot of, a lot of money and a lot of professional talent in, uh, in that event. So yeah. I, I would love to just get top 20. So I think that's my goal for this year. I mean, dude, you got bragging rights. You've been improving every year. So yeah. <laughs> you just tell your dad, okay, so the Corvette was cool. I think just go ahead and swoop up a McLaren before <laughs> next year and we'll really push it. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tried. I was like, you should sell me your C6 and you should get that new C8 that's coming out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You need to have something better. You need to have the best. Yeah. You deserve the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, we do one lap. And I'm like, the C8, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's a, like me, this whole thing, you know, I keep thinking, you know, with Diego, like I want to do that. Hearing you do this with your dad is awesome. I love stories of, you know, dads and sons do some or dads and daughters, some of the bonds them that like, he's taken you out for years of your childhood. So it was deep inspiration forever and ever. Oh yeah. So it sounds pretty inevitable that you are going to be doing events like this. Oh yeah. Said, you know, when I, you said he did track days and would take you out, you know, that sounds fun. Yep. You know, so the more, do you guys do anything outside of racing together? Uh, you know, all the normal father son stuff, camping and, and, uh, you know, whatever hobbies, like I said, like, you know, soccer and 
uh piano i definitely i started he was a piano player i did piano before i switched other instruments but all that other good stuff too oh that's right the band so you do piano in the band or do you do guitar uh mostly drums a little okay. bit of guitar but yeah definitely definitely other inspirations as well so and i still like everything i just mentioned i still like doing I still like camping I still like playing music okay that's good so those are like all cars. fun things yeah. <laughs> you obviously love cars more than anything <laughs> yeah it's hard to think of anything that i introduced or that we did that i that i i don't like besides maybe like swim lessons or something like that <laughs> no that's, nobody wants to do that <laughs> so when's the next event you're gonna go race at well i'm trying or hit a track day at yeah, I'm trying to get uh, I'm trying to get the RSX the the zombie rally car ready to maybe go do uh, 24 hours of lemons, which okay. is uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fun uh, amateur uh, 24 hour race. I don't know if it's actually 24 hours or just an endurance race, but um, you know it's wheel to wheel. I gotta right. have a cage car, so I'm trying to get that car ready to definitely not go win, but just go get some seat time. Um, so that, uh, I can hopefully eventually do champ car or, uh, or, uh, maybe the grid life touring cup is the one I think I'd really like to do. Cause I have a couple buddies who already do that. Where's that one at? That's all over. It's in, uh, they've done it in Atlanta, um, Michigan. Um, there's a couple other tracks that they do it at. There's rumor that it might come to Coda. So if it comes to Coda, I yeah, definitely yeah. want a car <laughs> ready to go do that. Cause I've always wanted to do wheel to wheel like my whole life. So that's what I'm currently working on. And then getting ready for next year's one lap, I got to go either take my Civic or the RSX and go up to Eagles Canyon because that's on the list this year. That's uh, northwest of Dallas. Go up there and do some track days and uh, and get used to that track. So uh, So Eagles Canyon, that's an open track day that you would go? Yeah. So if you go, let me know because... Diego's uncle, the one works for Lexus Corporate, so they're right there in yeah. McKinney. So if you do a track day, he could probably take one of the one of the cars that they let him oh, do cool. that with because he brought the LC500 over here last time he was here. Nice. Thanks so crazy fast, man. I don't know if you've been in that. I guess it's maybe equivalent speed of the Corvette, of the oh, 6, okay, maybe, yeah. something like that. You know, yeah. it's, it sits you in your seat pretty <laughs> fast. Yeah. So yeah, if you go like we, you know, he'll bring something out so we can go do it together. Cool. Yeah, I will be. I got a the way my dad and I did one lap last year is we split up the tracks. So since I live close to I and I've always wanted to go to it. I've, I've eaten lunch there one day from a rally cross. <laughs> like, I will race. I was like, I need to actually go drive, especially now it's got brand new pavement. So yeah, I'll, be, I'll definitely be going there. So I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. So what's the plan? What's the, what's the mission? You just keep one lapping, keep yep. moto, and gonna keep motocrossing. Yep, keep uh, keep doing the super moto. Uh, I'd like to do super moto. I gotta yeah. <laughs> There's a. I, I definitely want to keep doing that because I get a big kick out of that, and that comes here. The professional AMA super moto comes through Austin through Rot Rally. They do it at Rot Rally. And I've gone and watched my friend the last two years, and like next year, I'm like, I gotta do it next year. Like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go race in it. Yeah. And then they also do Sturges, and my one friend is like, hey, let's go do Sturges next year. Like they shut down the streets of Sturges, South Dakota, and you can go race there. So I think I like the streets through the city, through the city. Yeah. Oh, that's so that cool. would be really cool. So I I definitely love to keep doing that and go do those events and um, yeah, I don't, I'm not really competitive, but it's just fun to to go do that. Uh, I get a kick out of that. 
definitely get this wheel to wheel going do uh do hopefully grid life touring cup eventually all right lemons in the meantime maybe champ car in the meantime and then um yeah keep doing the time trial with the the one lap that's that's the fun the 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 best event every year that i look forward to so those are definitely my my focuses for now and then someday do a real stage rally i gotta figure that out i think that's further along but i would love to eventually go do a real stage rally on public roads and uh actually get out there and is there one you have your sights on that would be the first one you'd probably go for that's local or close to here yeah well that's funny or, about texas is like we're really not close to America. any of them <laughs> like we the yeah. closest one is in missouri it's called the hundred acre wood okay and that's usually where my my rally friends go because it's the closest even though it's not close at all but for that you know for real rally you it's you have to learn to listen to a co-driver and to take mm-hmm. their instruction which i actually have very little experience with other than a couple times out at the ranch and okay I actually think video games are probably the best way to to learn that, you know, playing where they're going the right right one into left six into, you know, all that. <laughs> do they Did, do they call it out in video games? Yeah, they do. Yep, yep. So uh I I'm so I'd say that's that's I'm so green, so novice at listening to someone giving me inputs. Gotcha. So that you've been relying on yourself this whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm just totally, totally whatever I see and instincts and all that. So that's, I feel like that's like my furthest stretch. Cause I want to be completely comfortable gathering inputs from a co-driver before I go out and, uh, and do the real thing. So, <laughs> but someday, someday stage rally as well. <laughs> well, you're getting there. Yeah. Have you practiced, you know, other, other than the ranch, does it help you? I guess when they give you a direction, okay. What do they say? Like 600 meters left. Yeah. And you just, that tells you, oh, okay, I'm going to break it 400 or whatever i don't yeah. know i'm just making stuff up I don't well know it's about. yeah and like i I, sh- I should know all this too and i don't but it's like it's like yeah, i need the, to know an exact <laughs> the severity like they do give a, a time or a a distance as to which how much it is until the next corner but then it's either a left or right l or, or r and then uh the severity of the corner I, I think it's one is the like the most gradual and six is the most severe okay. I, I might have that backward for anyone who's actually listening to this who knows about rally but yeah, don't worry we got yeah. google <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh it's basically like that so it's just knowing the numbers how severe the turn is going to be and then a lot of times you know it's like a twist to the left and twist to the right and then another twist to the left it's like remembering that as you are about to do it what your core driver just said as you're coming up to something like that yeah and that's where you make or lose the most time is being able to drive through that quickly but also processing the next turn that's in your head while you're already going 90 you're already doing the left turn (laughs) yeah you need to remember you need to turn right in about 300 feet about two seconds yep and that's why the best the best drivers are just able to you know you basically are not driving blind but you are driving when you're the fastest you're driving exactly what your co-driver is telling you basically doing what he's telling you yeah so it's a it's a blind turn and they're like hey it's only a one so you're like all right well i'm not even going to let off the gas because this is a very gradual turn so you go around the turn hoping that they're correct because if they're not if it's a six or if it's the vice versa yeah (laughs) then it's all over from there so (laughs) that's a huge amount of trust yep so yep some someday someday i'll uh, find find the I don't know if my car will ever be worthy for that, but find find the right car and get the right co-driver and go have some fun doing that. So what did you make up the the RBR or is that a actual group 
<laughs> that was uh that's uh, did i come up with the idea and what does it stand for rally right well so Born. the it was all based around the car so when we did um one lap last year we wanted to our first our first year it was called motorcycles are cheaper that was our team name <laughs> <laughs> the commentator at tire rack like that and we're like all right let's do Here something we go. different motorcycles are cheaper <laughs> definitely a budget very grassroots that first year as well as the second year but uh we were we wanted to harp on the fact that that car had won a rallycross uh national championship and that like we'd modified it from a rally car into a quote-unquote race car okay being a, a track car so we came up with that that name because it was like the one r is the apex uh of like a track corner and then the other r is the like the dust flying off like a drifting rally car around a corner uh-huh. so okay. and it's kind of ironic it's definitely the right name for my cars because now my rsx was originally a street car that was converted to a rally car which i'm trying to convert back to a wheel-to-wheel track, yes, track car. pavement racing car but also be able to go do rally stuff maybe eventually with it. So RBR is, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely the theme. It could be one or the other, whatever you need yep. at the time. Yep. <laughs> it's just tires. Just get those crazy tires in there. I was going to say, it's really just switch the tires. That's what I'm trying to do. And talk about keeping things as cheap as you can to yeah. be able to, you don't need all these cars. You just need a different set of tires and you can go do anything. <laughs> so is your engine, so what, I guess, what are the ones that put the engines in the back? versus the engines in the front do you have a preference or do you just like hey i just want front wheel drive um well or four wheel drive rather yeah as far as drive drive train goes uh well engine placement's a whole different discussion okay we could leave that aside. yeah the new corvette's mid engine <laughs> supposed to be better i don't even know where to comment okay dad you know what to do okay. <laughs> yeah yeah most uh most uh most economy cars are not the engines usually almost always in the front whether it's rear wheel drive or front wheel drive right but uh for me i've gotten so used to the front wheel drive that's why i struggled a little bit with the rear wheel drive uh driving the corvette and i had done some practice uh with an rx7 and a miata but driving that corvette uh with no i now I know I turned the call the nannies all the driver assist modes off. Oh, I okay. turned them all off that day at Road <laughs> America, so I was so like scared of being rear wheel driving, no experience, and you know driving a brand new car with no no nannies. Uh, but it's a little bit easier with the the nannies on that I can save you even on a front wheel drive car. Um, okay. you can have those on. Uh, but I got so used to front wheel drive on both track and dirt that I'm definitely more comfortable and faster in front wheel drive. Okay. Um, but rear wheel drive is, I really don't like it on dirt. I don't think I'm fast at all. And I know a lot of people are, um, but on pavement, it's somewhat preferred. Uh, I think gets you out of corners faster having the car be pushed from the back instead of pulled from the front. Um, but that could also be argued there is a Civic that is breaking all these front wheel drive records. And I think he actually has like some of the, some track records in a front wheel drive car. So I think that that's why I've always kind of liked front wheel drive too, because it's the underdog and everyone's kind of sticks their nose up their front wheel drive. <laughs> so I definitely really appreciate front wheel drive, but I appreciate rear wheel drive, especially on dirt, uh, from a skill perspective, because I, have this little arc seven that my friend gave, basically gave to me very underpowered car but i 
have spun it out, I think, almost every time I've driven it on dirt because I'm just so used to front-wheel drive. Oh, okay. That even a small, very underpowered car like a Miata or this RX-7 on dirt, if you give it a little bit too much throttle, you're going you're gonna to spin out, you're going to go off the track. So it's really a very, I like, I really respect rear wheel drive for how challenging it is, especially on dirt. Even the Miata, that thing was like. Just doing you know, a donut oh unexpectedly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like people like make fun of the Miatas and like how underpowered they are. Well, go drive one on dirt. My God, it's the funnest thing you could possibly do. <laughs> like those 2000s? Uh, even older ones, even like my friend had, I think he has a nineties one and driving that thing on dirt was absolute blast. So much fun. Like. So is that what I should get for Diego? That's a great first car. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. <laughs> it's for track too. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's a very versatile car. Or a Civic like I have is also, I think the front wheel drive is a little bit easier to learn on. And you spin out a little less. But heck, if you start with rear wheel drive, you'd probably be a better driver. If he starts a rear wheel drive? Yeah, I wish I had had more rear wheel drive experience. I feel like I'm just trying to catch up. All right, that's good to know. Because <laughs> he's already asked me to buy him cars. I'm like, hey, dude. You're in fourth grade. What are, we talk- what are we talking about here? What are we talking? What are, are you really asking me for? <laughs> I was like, let's just go watch some go kart races. So I was like, we're gonna go watch. You know, go to K one. I think they let them drive a K one. Oh yeah. Go let them get in there. Go check out some shifter carts. Yeah. We're gonna see F one this year. Cool. All three days. I'm sure you're gonna be there. <laughs> I've I've only missed one year, so okay, I'm sure you're there. So we will rendezvous there for sure. Cool, gotta go do the go karts there too. Can you? They let you ride them there? Yeah, that's the best. I think the best track in town, really. So you just pay? Do you have to pay ahead of time? Uh, nope. Just show on up and sign up for a race. It's just like K1 except outdoors. Yes, that's it's, awesome. It's so a great track. I did not know you could do that. Yeah, so I've never been to F1 before. Oh yeah, you gotta gotta get out to the track there. It's super cool. Okay. But yeah, yeah just show up and show up and drive. Those carts are really fun. How does it look from the top of the tower? Oh, it's awesome. That view is incredible. I think I can see my house from up there. To quote yeah, Sarah yeah, Palin, if you can see the tower, you could probably see your house. <laughs> yeah. if you can find it. Yeah, I, I just keep forgetting to bring uh, binoculars. But yeah, it's you can see Austin. You can see the airport. You can. It's beautiful. And you can see the whole track from up there. And it's it's awesome, and you they got the glass floor so that uh can look directly below your feet. Oh, I don't know that has a glass floor. Yeah, it's pretty neat. <laughs> so you just what is it below the stairs? Yeah, it's just like the bottom of the stage because it's right above the amphitheater there. Oh, sweet! Um, but it's like the parking lot behind the stage there. So, but it's it's cool. It's kind of it's kind of scary at first. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, <laughs> I think I trust this. I think. Okay, good. I will not tell. GP, which is his grandpa, that it's glass for him. <laughs> let him be pleasantly surprised. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't think he's afraid of heights, but we'll find out. Yeah, you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, thank I can't thank you enough for coming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, My pleasure. I appreciate this. Diego's probably still petting the dogs, so <laughs> I'll let him re-listen to this and do his homework. Cool. But he's going to knock out his project with your help. Awesome. And I do really want to go with when you hit the track. If any day yeah, we're definitely. allowed to go ride with you, just let me know. For sure. If you need to pitch in and make it happen, let me know. Not at all. You're going to do rally, rally cross. You can have all the ride alongs that you want. So Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we put him in back, and then he was saying uh, it was fine. I was like, you didn't feel the rush? Like, you didn't see how fast we're coming in that turn? And he's like, felt fine. I was like, maybe you, since he was in the back, I don't think you saw how fast we yeah. were coming into the turn. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we put him in the front next time. Yeah, that would 
Definitely. We can, as long as you can see over the uh, the so, dashboard there. Yeah. <laughs> Get him a couple of pillows, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just pillow him up. Like, my first driving experience was an F-150, and I'm so, obviously, so short. I had to have pillows to drive it. <laughs> so that was my that was my first ride. I was, I was I mean I saw is that your Nissan out in the oh yeah the high, high performance machine right there. Oh, I was gonna say maybe you know if you upgrade sometime that that could be a great rallycross car. Okay, right there, so maybe or, we should do that. I mean, heck, I use my car as a rallycross car for and my daily driver for all these years, and it's fine. So. Well, it's good to know because Sophia was just asking me this morning. She goes, "Why don't?" you turn your car into a rally car there you go and i said you can't it's too weak but now i could rally cross you could totally rally cross it i'm excited my car <laughs> just got cool heck yeah <laughs> car just became a rally car do you think we can go check out your car maybe take a spin yeah let's do it yeah okay well let's wrap this up thank you <laughs> yeah thank you thank you so much all right be healthy y'all take care of yourselves i'll ask you about exercise next time all right. we talked about fast food so next time we're gonna yes. talk about diet and exercise it's important it directly correlates to your driving ability let me tell you boom we just handled the health <laughs> portion we're out <laughs>